back to No One Else with me, Maddie B. Yeah. yeah, we brought back the sound machine. It's really loud. Um, hey, welcome back to the podcast with me. Oh, my ear just started ringing. My ear was doing that last night. I don't know what's going on. I know I don't need to use Q-tips, but I just can't stop. I just can't stop. It's too addicting. I can't stop doing it. I know it's bad. I know. Like, I, oh, there was this one time. I don't remember if it was, oh, yeah, I got an ear infection. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was from using q-tips but it was just a random I don't think I think I was sick plus I had an ear infection don't know if the ear infection was from me being sick don't know if that's a thing that's possible to happen but I had an ear infection and it was just hurting so bad there was so much pain so I took these um antibiotics and I'm, I don't know if I'm mixing two events up. I may be. I've had ear issues. But I remember we were going to look at Christmas lights one year. It was like a few years ago. And like my ears were so stopped up. Like so much pain. I have never had that much pain in my life as when that ear infection. Like I've had, I have bad, bad cramps. And that was a good contender for that. I would say the ear infection was worse. Because I've had cramps so many times, you know what to expect and you can kind of like deal with it. But with the ear infection, like I have no, I had never felt anything like that in my life. Um, and we were going to look at Christmas lights and we were in the car like at the gas station getting gas and like coffee and stuff like before we went to go look at the lights. And I felt this huge ball of wax come out of my ear and I was like what is it it was so big (laughs) it was so big and it was so gross but it was like kind of cool at the same time like I don't really mind the pimple popping videos or like earwax videos like I don't mind them um but yeah it was kind of disgusting I think I was like look guys 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 look isn't this cool and they were like absolutely not please get out of the car right now please get out of the car and walk home Ronnie. um no they didn't say that of course but yeah speaking of i'm just gonna talk about all my pains i guess like that like I say this every month. Men should have a period. Men should experience cramps. Men should experience cramps. I just want one time. Just one time. Those little cramp machines they use in YouTube videos and they're like, oh, ow. No. That's not cramps. It's not the same thing. It's That's literally a thing that people, people use like to... It, it doesn't even feel like cramps. I've used those before. It doesn't hurt like cramps. 
those things don't work. No, like those videos are incorrect. And when they're like birthing pain simulators, uh-uh. I've never, I haven't personally given birth, but from what I've heard, it is very, very, very painful. And I don't think any type of machine could simulate that level of pain. Um, I don't know why I got to talking about birth. Um, well, okay, so my cramps were, I know y'all probably don't care about this, but this is like what's been going on. I've just been in a lot of pain recently. Um, like my cramps were so, so bad, like, and I've learned that certain medicines work and some don't. Like I usually take ibuprofen and it takes a long time to work actually but it like once it works it eventually works like for a while um but I took Tylenol this time because I couldn't find my ibuprofen and I was like I'm not going to the store I'm not moving I was like I'm doing the least amount that I can movement wise right now so I'm not I'm not getting in my car driving to the store I, I that was not physically possible so I was like I've got to take something that I have here um, so I took that and for some reason, like it didn't work. I think it was also because my cramps were so bad. Sometimes they can be so bad, like no medicine is going to help. I mean, it'll help, but you'll still feel it really. You'll still feel it vibes. You'll still feel it. So that was that. And so it was just like so uncomfortable and painful for like two days. And yeah. And then. A few days later, I got, this is just me complaining, but like, you know, <laughs> um, I, a few days later, I got a migraine. Uh, that was like a couple days ago. Yeah, it was like a couple days ago. Good. I've just recently been getting migraines. I mean, I've gotten migraines before, but like these are big boys. These are big boy migraines and I never I just want to never have one again and I will say I will never have a migraine again because if I say that it you I will never have a migraine again please 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 lord um but it is bad my migraines like some people have them in different places on their heads and like that's when you know like you can have a headache and it's not a migraine so, I think a headache is more just kind of, like, in the back of your head or, like, just, it's not as severe and it's just, you know, a headache. You could take something, you're good. And it's not, like, debilitating most of the time. But a migraine, guys, a migraine, it's, um, it's awful. It's pretty bad. Like, it. mine are, like, right in the front of my head. Like, my forehead area and my left eye. Behind my left eye. Not my right eye. My left eye. Every time without fail. Um, so, when I start feeling that pain behind that eye, I'm like, no, no, I don't know if I've said this, but. I think, like, the worst time it came was I was at a concert 
I was at a concert and I was sitting there and I was like, we were just sitting at the concert because it wasn't like a huge concert, but it was just like an outdoor like little concert, but it was loud nonetheless. It was very loud. And we were just sitting there and I was like, I, I think my head's hurting, but there's something about like constant loud noise that makes you think, oh, well, maybe once it stops, then it'll just go away. Maybe it's just that constant loud noise. It's just a lot of pressure on my head or something. And when it stops, it'll be fine. That's what my, that's what I was saying. Smart old Mads was saying that. And then the music stops and like we're walking back to the car and I'm like, hmm, <laughs> it's actually getting worse. Um, and then I, I started driving at night, which if you get migraines and you have never driven at night with a migraine after getting like three hours of sleep, it was so bad. It was so bad. Like I started feeling nauseous, like, and I was like, I've got to pull over. I got to pull over guys. I'm so sorry. Like someone else has to drive. So, we pull over, didn't have medicine, we went in a gas station and got some medicine, and I got in the back seat, and I was literally just like, I couldn't stop, I was just moving around, and I was like, just covering my eyes up, like, any little bit of light was, like, too much. That's why driving at night with a migraine, and you have those lights going by your face, it's the worst, it's so... It's, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's like torture. It's like literal torture. And it was bad. Um, but then I sat in the back seat, like, all curled up with my hands in front of my face. And I think I eventually fell asleep. So that was good. Yeah. But this time, like, I didn't take anything, which... I I never like taking medicine if I don't like absolutely have to for some reason. I was like, I'll be fine. Like it was right before bed. I was like, I'll be fine. You can't sleep off a migraine 99% of the time. Like you can't do it. I always think I can and I can't. But yeah, that was, that was not very fun. So my body's been going through it, peeps. But then yesterday I was like, let's go walk slash run two miles. So I guess I was trying to make up for not doing anything because of that. So anyway, oh, ow. Okay, my whole body's just falling apart. Um, oh, speaking of <laughs> um, me having issues. So I've been trying to sleep on my back. Um, or I've tried it for the past two nights. I've tried it before. Maybe sometimes I sleep on my back without knowing it, but I usually sleep on my side. And I had been hearing people be like, it's better to sleep on your back. It doesn't cause wrinkles as bad as if you sleep on your side. All this kind of stuff. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll try it. Since Megan Fox said I should sleep on my back, maybe I should sleep on my back. And so I tried sleeping on my back. Night before last and last night. And both nights, I had 
awful nightmares, just the worst nightmares you could possibly imagine. And today I woke up and I was like, something's not adding up. I tried sleeping on my back. And what have we heard about people sleeping on their back? It's one of these first steps of learning how to lucid dream from what I've heard is that that's one of the things you have to do is sleep on your back. And I'm like, I I think, I don't know if this is true, but what I think happened was I'm not used to sleeping on my back. And maybe if I get, got used to it, like I wouldn't have nightmares, but I don't want to go through that trial process. I really don't want to go through that trial process. Um, I think once I got u- used to it, I wouldn't have nightmares. But, um, I'm not used to sleeping on my back, and I just happen to have nightmares the two nights that I sleep on my back. So, we won't be doing that again. Um, and so last night, I, it was like five o'clock in the morning when I woke up, and it was like still dark outside. I hate when you wake up from a nightmare and it's still dark outside, no, 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 no. It's it's so much worse than waking up from a nightmare and it's light outside. There's some, like, calmness about it, knowing that it's daytime when you wake up from a nightmare. But if it's, like, still, like, 5 a.m. and you wake up from a nightmare and it's dark outside... You're like, well, there's nothing saving me now. Nothing's saving me now. Not even Mr. Sunshine. But, um, yeah. So, last night I had a bad nightmare. And then the night before I had a nightmare. Plus, um, I have that sleeping app that I've talked about before. And it... It, like, records if you talk in your sleep or if you snore or if there's, like, a loud noise. Usually it picks up, like, the dog outside or the dumpster, the the trash truck. Um, But this time it picked up me talking in my sleep night before last. And I'm like, I never talk in my sleep. And I usually don't have nightmares, like, or I don't remember them. And I'm like, maybe this sleeping on my back thing is not, not my jam. Not my jam. Maybe I may have a couple more wrinkles, but that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. So, yeah, it was... I was trying so hard to understand what I said in the recording, but I couldn't understand what I was saying. And I I would play it, but I'm like, what if someone interprets it and I say someone's name or like I ended up saying something like really, I was trying to like interpret. I was like, did I say someone's name or did I like, is this like intelligible? Is this something like demonic? (laughs) No, it's okay. It's okay, girl. You're just talking in your sleep. <laughs> um, that's just never... Or it, I'm sure I have, but having that, it's so scary. Honestly, hearing yourself talking in your sleep. I was literally like, uh, uh, and uh, uh. 
Like, I was literally grunting. I was like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Anyway. Because I'm afraid that, I don't know. My dreams are so vivid. Like, if there's someone I know in my dream, then I will remember it. I have so many dreams. Like, usually my dreams are about people that I know. And then it makes me think of them a different way in real life. Even though, obviously, they didn't have anything to do with my dream. Uh, But, yeah. If I have a dream about someone and they were like sweet or nice and they're not as nice in real life or like if they're mean in the dream and they're nice in real life like I'll be like you are a mean person you are an awful person for saying that to me in my dream okay so girl I don't want to be that person that just only talks about my dreams but that was weird it was weird yeah and the dream last night had someone that I knew in it, but it was someone that I have not spoken to them in so long. And I was like, was I thinking about them? And I probably, I think I talked about them to my friend like once, but I was like, I have not spoken to this person. I have not heard from this person. It's weird. I hate that. And then you're thinking, you're like, are they thinking about me? I always, oh, girl, no. I, if I have a dream about someone, I'm that girl that's like, they're thinking about me. They are literally thinking about me right now. And I'm like, okay, so you have, if you have a dream about Harry Styles, he is not thinking about you. How does that work? Oh, I had a dream about Timothy Chalamet last night. He was definitely thinking about me and knows I exist and knows I exist on this planet. Excuse me. Yes, love that. But I don't know. I think dreams are interesting. Like, because I remember it was this was a while ago, but I had a dream about Cody Simpson one night. And I was like, I woke up the next morning. Like, I haven't thought about Cody Simpson in a good 10 years. Where did this come from in the back of my brain? And then I thought, I was like scrolling through something and I just, or like, no, I saw him somewhere or said his name the day before, but didn't even think about it, didn't even remember it. And, and I thought back and I was like, wait, I did see Mr. Codes yesterday. And it just got, my brain was like, you need to remember this and you need to think about this some more. You need to think about Mr. Simpson a little bit more. So, that was that. Um, Yeah, I've noticed, I think, like, if you think about something a lot, then you're probably not going to dream about it. But if you just, like, if there's, like, a passing thought in your head or, like, you barely think about it, then something about your brain is, like, let's dream about this and think about it some more. Which I don't see the reason for it. Like, what's the reason? Honestly, like, what's the reason? Um... So, yes, lately I have just been, I've been working really hard and diligently on my Spotify playlists for zero people to listen to, and I want it to be zero people, because that's embarrassing, that's embarrassing, but I've been, like, naming my playlists and curating the songs to be perfect and everything, um... 
I didn't know that you could, like, see other people's Spotify's. And, like, you could see their playlists. And I was like, hmm. This is interesting. So, I was, like, looking up people's Spotify. I was literally looking up people's Spotify's. Is that creepy? Yes, probably. I just want to know what music you listen to. That's it. That's it. Nothing weird here. I have awful music taste, so I can't say anything about anyone else's music taste. Well, I love my music taste, but I know that if someone else was looking at my music taste, I'd be like, oh no. So, yeah, I've, I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, wait, um, you know the whole, like, ick thing, um, where if you're, you know, if a guy does something, it's usually a girl talking about a guy, where they're like, if he does something weird or uncomfortable, that's an ick. Like, when he ties his shoes, that's an ick. Like, it could be even the most basic things like that. And I'd like to think that I don't get that very much or that um, I'm a little bit, you know, more, more mature than that but sometimes I don't I'm probably not because I was thinking about this and I was like wait if he has a bad music taste I don't know I don't know if it's gonna work I don't know if it's gonna work like I was and it doesn't even if he likes I don't care if they like I don't know, just some not great music, but I was thinking, like, certain types of music. I'm like, I honestly can't do it, though. Like, I can't do it. If someone has a certain type of music taste, I don't know exactly what that is, but I can think of a few artists that I would be like, are you sure? Mm. and Hillary Duff was in my top five of Spotify and I'm sure not one person was like yes that's a that's a top-notch uh music taste but I think it's a great music taste but like my music the past year um was I think I was just trying to listen to happy music sometimes um, and try to make myself feel, feel better, just, like, put myself in a good mood, and I would listen to that, like, Hilary Duff would put me in a good mood, or, like, Gwen Stefani, like, that kind of stuff, and it would be, like, poppy, fun music, just to get me in a good mood, because it really does affect my mood, what music I listen to, like, over the past few days, I've been listening to kind of sad music, sometimes I'm, like, why I'm trying to make myself sad. Is that what I'm doing? Am I, am I just trying to make myself feel sad? Because that feels like what I'm doing. Um, like the new Casey Musgraves album. Y'all. I love that album so much. But I'm like, I can't listen to this. Because it makes me sad. It makes me think I went. Hold on. It makes me think I went through a divorce that never happened. Um, so yeah. And even her first album, which is just Golden Hour, and like, 
I don't know. I guess maybe because of the times that I listened to it and, like, the things I would think about when I listened to it made me sad. Or that maybe it was, like, the time when I would listen to it. Now that album makes me sad. It makes me sad. It was when I was really lonely, like, really just sad. And I was like, let's listen to this and maybe it'll help me feel better. And it did, I guess, like, it kind of, like, helped calm me a little bit. But at the same time, when I listen to it, I think back to that time. And I'm like, oh, no, I just ruined it. I just ruined it. So, yeah. Anyway, that was fun. But, yeah, I'm putting together... I'm, like, a perfectionist with a lot of stuff, especially like that. And it's kind of hard to figure out what kind of playlists I want I'm like I want a playlist for I have like a movie soundtrack playlist I have a country music playlist I have like sad music playlist like I'm trying to I think what I'm trying to do is to like divide the moods of my music into different playlists so that I don't have one giant playlist and I press shuffle and one minute I'm sad and the next minute I'm like bopping so it because that's it can't be good it can't be good to just like my moods to just shift like that so much so we'll try maybe deep down that's just it's just me trying to help myself you know um so, yeah, I, some people, I realize, treat Spotify and stuff like that like social media. Like, it's a social media for people. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't do another social media. I can't have something else for people to judge me on. Like, I really can't. Oh, goodness. Um, so, yeah, like, I like having Spotify and Letterboxd as social media that no one like that I just do for myself and it's just fun to that it's like a literal just hobby and nothing else to it so that's fun I like having that just you know when I feel like doing it and having fun with it like my letterbox but sometimes I like take it way too seriously like especially my letterboxed account which, if you don't know what, know what Letterbox is, it's bas- basically, like, you can write movie reviews. So, I have some movie reviews on mine. And, like, I'll take it so seriously. I'm like, what should I say about this movie that's, like, really deep? And then I end up writing, like, a three-word trying-to-be-funny review that gets zero likes. I'll get what is so funny because I'll get one like on one of my reviews from like a random person I'll be like oh my god yes I'm so funny and so entertaining so yeah it's kind of fun let's see I really didn't have much to talk about I was just kind of like let's just have a little light-hearted chat time just a little chatterbox um I don't know why I wrote Joey Fatone Cinematic Universe. I guess I was thinking about 
that Joey Fatone has acted in movies and no one talks about it. And he's a great actor and he's so entertaining and amazing. And I'm not just saying that. I'm literally not just saying that. He was in this movie called On the Line. It's so good. It stars Lance Bass and Joey Fatone from NSYNC. And it's so good and no one talks about it. It's the thing. It's the thing. It's so good. And there's like NSYNC music in it. That's all I need to say. It's so good. But he's like a good actor. He plays in um, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, which is a great rom-com. So underrated. I don't know how. I'm sure like everyone has seen that movie. But it's so underrated to me. Um, so yeah, he's an actor. He's a great, I guess I just wanted to give my, what's trying to find? Is there not like a thumbs up button? Give my applause, I guess, to Joey Fatone. Let's give it up for Joey Fatone. It's what he deserves. It's really what he deserves. Um, But, yeah, I've watched, lately I've been watching, like, um, rom-coms that I haven't seen. Because I always rewatch the same ones. And I'm like, I need to find some other rom-coms that I like. And I started watching one. And it, okay, I, see... I hate when people say something about a movie that I like and they're like, it wasn't even good. Like, it wasn't good. But I watched this one movie. Well, I watched She's Out of My League. I'm pretty sure I had seen that movie and I thought it was cute. I thought it was a cute movie. Um, The guy in the movie is cute. And they're, they keep saying, you're, you're a four, you're ugly. And I'm like, this is Timothy Chalamet realness. Like, he's giving Timothy Chalamet. But I guess just, like, when that movie was made, it was like Chris Hemsworth was it. And a skinny boy could not be attractive. But now, he'd be thriving. So, um, I thought that movie was cute, and I feel like there's a certain feeling you need to get with a rom-com for it to be good. Um, especially if you consider your movie a rom-com. Um, like, you need to just have a certain feeling or like a certain setting that you have. This doesn't make you... You need to have a setting for your rom-com. All right, y'all that don't have settings... In your rom-coms. Y'all that just stand in front of a blank wall the whole movie. And just sit there. That's not a rom-com. Okay. You need to have like a setting. Okay. So here we have Fever Pitch. Baseball. He's like a baseball guy. Set in Boston. I'm pretty sure. You, It's like a baseball rom-com. Uh, she's out of my league. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. She's out of my league. Um, airport, like, I don't know, like, there's a setting with the movie. Lots of it's at the airport. 
There needs to be something going on with the movie. What's another one? Um, 27 Dresses. Just the perfect movie. There's like a certain thing about the movie that's like cute. I think... I don't know. Okay, but this one movie, I don't want anyone to judge me. But I started watching this movie and I was like, this has like a dark energy. (laughs) That's literally what I was thinking. Maybe, I don't know if it was because... A lot of the times I'll watch a movie and I don't like it because I'm in a bad mood. Maybe I was in a bad mood when I watched this. I couldn't even finish it when I watched two-thirds of this movie. Maybe I was in a bad mood. Maybe I could revisit it. But the movie was, I think it was called My Best Friend's Girl or something like that. And I watched it and I was like, it had Kate Hudson in it. I was like, this is cute. Maybe, like, it'll be cute. Something about that movie had a dark energy to me. Like, it was... I didn't... Some rom-coms... I don't like the comedy a lot. Like, some... Like, a lot of them I don't like the com- I don't really like... I don't know. I, I just like... My sense of humor is not, it's not like full on jokes. Like I, I thought she's out of my league was pretty funny because there was a lot of like physical humor. It was like him tripping over stuff and I thought it was funny. I don't know. And like 27 dresses is funny because there's this like hate relationship. And like what I'm saying is like, even if there is a like even if I don't like the comedy in a in a rom-com the romance side can make up for it and I will still love the movie like even if it's not funny at all but I didn't find this movie funny or romantic even though I didn't see the end of it the I feel like the whole movie was just so dark it was just a dark energy like there was no setting that was just like a cute like setting or whatever And it was all just like, I don't know. It was, a man wrote that movie. I'm sorry. Not, I mean, I love a lot of movies that men wrote. But it was kind of like, gross, I guess I would say. I was like, I don't like this. And I know lots of movies from the 2000s can kind of have like some jokes in them that are not necessarily awesome but it was just like too much I'm like I don't I don't like this like it's no I don't like it um and you know if if especially if you have like seen the movie a bunch of times and you like have you know that connection to it or like nostalgia for it like you can look past like certain things like a bad joke or two or like some weird whatever or, like, you even forget about it and then you watch it and you're like, I don't remember this. But I don't even remember specifically, but I just remember watching it and being like, this is not a good movie to me, at least. Maybe some people, I'm so sorry. If you like this movie, I'm so sorry. And I understand. I can be, like, really, like, I will die on the hill that A Walk to Remember is the best romance movie of all time. And a lot of people... 
and but I could see other people's side to it. It has a lot to do with me watching it a long time ago and watching it a lot and like my personal, you know, connection to the story and like me just liking certain things about it. But I just I don't know. I don't know. So many I if you put me in front of a comedy movie, I will 99% of the time not laugh. Not laugh. Napoleon Dynamite is hilarious. I think I like basic, like basic clean humor is what I think. Because a lot of the rom-coms, or not a lot of them, but like certain rom-coms, they'll just talk about stuff and be like, talk about women and you can just tell that this is dude humor like 2000s gross creepy dude humor like you can I'm not saying that I don't know I don't know how to explain it I'm not saying like it's bad to laugh at certain things or like you can't take you can't take a joke or whatever like, I'll laugh at stuff, but I'll laugh at stuff. Me, I'll laugh at stuff in general. I'll laugh at stuff, you know. But certain jokes, like, at the expense of people, I can't think of anything specific. But, like, about looks and, like, the way someone is. um, And just kind of, like... I feel like some movies will see women as like objects and not actually like it's not a it's not a romance movie if you see the woman as an object and then he gets her in the end. Like that's not a romantic movie. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's not a romance movie. It's not um but I don't know. I think why people like like Pride and Prejudice and even like 27 Dresses you know like that kind of stuff um like even Fever Pitch I thought you know I don't really remember I, I saw that movie like kind of recently but not that recently and movies like that is because like it's not through the eyes of you can tell that the people that wrote some of these movies are bitter that certain girls didn't like them and then they wrote the movie like it's them getting the girl or something it's weird I, I don't know I don't know maybe that's it probably just didn't make any sense what I just said but um I think it's it's better to see them on equal ground. Like the two love interests, they're on equal ground. It's not like there's no character. Sometimes there's no character for the woman or even the guy sometimes. And you want to, like, know the character. You don't want to just, like, see them as just someone that they got. And then, like, 
whatever. I don't know. Like, what am I talking about? Like, what am I talking about? We just want something deeper. We just want to see something deeper and not so shallow and like just the easy jokes. We don't want to see the easy jokes. We want to see thought out, good, tripping, tripping over a stool joke. Okay? That's what we want to see. I hope that made any sense. I don't know. But, um, I realized, okay, so I'm, I guess I'll close it out. We'll close it out tonight. That's not even what I planned on talking about, but I just, I don't know. Yeah, I guess sometimes you can see right through a movie and, like, what they're trying to get across. And it's not something that, like, you want to see sometimes. I don't, maybe it's just my interpretation. Sometimes my interpretation can be way off, but anyway. Um, so, I've, I, like, love talking about movies and stuff, as you can probably tell from a lot of my podcasts and music and like books and stuff. So I thought this is just like a pro- proposal for the people that are still listening at the end. Um, for I think I don't want to say it and then it not happen. That would be so annoying. But I've been thinking about it for a while. But I don't want to seem like I'm taking advantage of, you know, the people watching or like doing it for the wrong reasons but I've thought about it for months and I think it would be a good place for me to do this I thought about making like a patreon or something where I specifically um talked about movies and shows and books and music and different stuff like that um and where I kind of like delve deep into it uh kind of like I did in this podcast but maybe like a little more structured or maybe like I thought about doing like a specific podcast about just one movie or like just one topic um and I thought that would be a good place to do it or yeah or something like that I thought I'd do that or maybe like an extra podcast every week or like every month or something but I don't want it to seem like I was taking advantage or asking for money because I just thought that would be a good place to do it where I can do like extra content and I've seen so many podcasters and just, like, internet people I like making Patreons, and I'm like, oh, okay, so, like, it looks fun, you know, like, whatever, so I thought that would be a good place for me to specifically talk about movies and things like that, and other things, too, like, I'll probably do, like, behind-the-scenes videos and all that kind of stuff, but I thought I'd make a Patreon, excuse me, so I think that'd be pretty fun. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, thanks for listening to this. Me just rambling, um, but hopefully you understood some of it. 
and thanks for watching and listening and i'll talk to you next time on no one asked peace